<laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Pass It to Patrick, a sports podcast where we cover everything sports. Breaking news this morning. Right when I was starting to record this episode, Cam Newton, Carolina, they're agreeing to a deal. They agree to a deal to bring back Cam Newton, their reigning MVP from 2015. After the Sam Darnold injury, of course, they needed a quarterback. I like this move. I think Newton wanted to go back, and, you know, now he's vaccinated, um, so there's no issue there with them. Um, But the 32-year-old will be returning to Carolina, and I think Panthers fans like it. But overall, great signing. You know, he didn't really want to sign anywhere that he was going to be. A backup. I know he said he could be a backup, but I just don't buy it. Um, I think this suits him way better than any situation. People wanted him to go to Washington. That wasn't going to happen. Seattle kind of talked to him. Some people wanted him to go to Dallas uh, with the DAC injury. All those situations would have been great, but none of them as great as the Carolina Panthers because this team, I think he could maybe turn them around. I think maybe he could have a couple years there uh, while they figure it out. Uh, you know, the offense, uh, it'll it'll benefit from him. He's a playmaker. I've said it a hundred times, even though it wasn't going to happen in Washington. Why do we have Tyler Heineke? Cam Newton is a playmaker. I think it, it would have worked out great, but, you know, stuff happens. Um, but overall, awesome move for the Panthers. And definitely it'll create headlines. People, the media loves to talk Cam. They love to talk Cam Newton. Um... They just do. He He's always in the headlines. He's always on Instagram. He's a big star. He has his brand. But uh, great move. Can't say too much. Um, don't know the specifics of the deal yet. We'll find that out. But, you know, I wanted to talk about different, you know, topics today in the NFL. Mainly, Aaron Rodgers. Um, one of the big storylines still developing here. Um, through all the media outlets, and, you know, this story is ever-changing and evolving. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, who, you know, there was there was a lot of controversy around what happened. Um, but the NFL, you know, they did discipline. <laughs> they did discipline. Ooh, ugh, I'm really scared of the discipline they gave them. Uh, the Packers were fined 300000 whatever, um... With while Rodgers and Lazard were each fined fourteen thousand six hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, that's nothing to them. Um, don't know why the NFL did this. Um, I think it doesn't send a message. I think it just keeps things loosey goosey. Uh, I I really believe that the rest of the league is upset about this. This wasn't big enough. This wasn't big enough. You know what this warranted? This warranted a draft pick getting taken away from the Packers. And I know people are going to say that's too harsh, but the fact of the matter is Aaron Rodgers and the Packers lied. But you know what? The NFL couldn't do more than that fine because uh, the NFL was in on it, and I believe the NFL knew what was going on. You know, Packers is, or uh, Aaron Rodgers excuse me, is a big name. He brings in a lot of money, a lot of revenue. Uh, definitely the NFL knew what was going on. And... To say that well, Aaron didn't lie, you know, it's, you know, the, the the league, blah, blah, blah. You know what? These were the rules set in place by the league. And when you break the rules, there's consequences. 
but the consequences were not enough in my opinion. Um, I believe they should have taken a draft pick, whether that was a fourth, third, or second rounder. Uh, I believe second because you really need to send a message. You just really do. Um, maybe take a couple late later rounds. Uh, but um, and Rogers should have been fined way more than you know fourteen thousand dollars. Like that's nothing to him. That's nothing. That's like to him. That's like fourteen bucks. That's nothing. So I just think. That was not enough. Um, Aaron Rodgers has shown who he is. He's condescending. He cares about himself. And I said it, you know, way back in the early podcast when all this drama with the Packers and him was going on. Um, grow up, Aaron. Because you, you, yes, you're talented. Oh, these quarterbacks are so talented. Oh, but you know what? Aaron got one ring. You got one ring. And um, so far, you're acting like you have six. Or seven. You're acting like you're Brady. And Brady doesn't even act this way. Brady, out of everyone, should be acting this way. Needs more money. Needs this. And yes, he did act this way in New England a little bit. He did. But that was, I feel, warranted. Because they weren't giving him the weapons. You know, the time was now to move on. (laughs) But Aaron Rodgers is acting like he's the, you know, the cream of the crop. And he can't do no wrong. When in fact... When in fact, he knew the consequences of his actions. That's the arrogance in it. You know, he's not dumb. He's a smart guy. He knew what he was doing. He knew that he was misleading. Um, But this is just what happens um, when everyone centers around. I've talked about this. When everything is on the quarterback, this is what happens. That's too much pressure, in my opinion, for one person. It just is. It's too much pressure. It's... It's like saying Aaron Rodgers is the whole team, everything, defense, nothing matters. We have to win through Rodgers. And that's great. You can win that way. But look what happens. He didn't play, and the Chiefs won. And the Chiefs are not a good team. My God, if I have to see Sorensen start another game, I'm going to lose it. I don't know. Andy Reid must love Sorensen because he, he gets torched. Um, play after play when you watch them. But... You know, this is what happens when you're so quarterback-centric. And then everything's on the quarterback to win that big game, like in the playoffs and the NFC Championships, and what happens? He doesn't step up. I don't care what you say, Packers fans. It's not on the coach. It is on Aaron Rodgers. Because he's the guy. He's the guy. He's your quarterback. He's the savior, right? Like Mahomes is a savior. Like so-and-so's a savior. Just Lamar Jackson. You're putting too much on these guys. Too much expectations. Are they extremely talented? Yes, of course. Do they have egos? Of course they have egos. You can't be an NFL starting quarterback and not have an ego. But you really got to have more self-awareness than this, Aaron. You have to have way more self-awareness than this. The storyline is developing um, every day, every week. But one thing that I've noticed is I don't think this is going to go away. I think this is a really bad last look for Aaron because this is what happens. Whether whether you're going to retire from a company, whether you're going to um, move on to another aspect of your life, how you, the lasting impact that you leave on people is very important. And it's that last kind of thing that people remember you by. And you don't want to leave situations like this. You just don't. 
Because what does this do? This this makes us this makes everyone look at Aaron Rodgers in a light that we don't want to look at him in. We don't want to. We want to, you know, support Aaron Rodgers, buy his jerseys, you know, know that he's a good guy. But honestly, I don't know. He just doesn't seem like a good guy to me. <laughs> he just doesn't. Um, I think he's arrogant, condescending. Uh, I think he was childish about everything this past offseason. You have one of the top um, teams in the NFL, Aaron. <laughs> and you're going to go and call out uh, members of that team that were former uh, teammates. You're going to call them out? Really? Really? You have Devontae Adams. You are not in Tom Brady's situation. You were never in that situation. Your O-line is awesome. Okay, your defense is awesome. <laughs> and the fact that the Chiefs beat the Packers shows how much and how too much they rely on Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Didn't want to spend too much time on Aaron, but of course, you get going, you get talking, and um, we don't need to talk about him anymore. Um, my opinion is never going to change on Aaron. That's my opinion of Aaron Rodgers. All right, so... Talking a little NBA today, because the NBA is back, and, you know, it's been back for a little while. We haven't talked about it on the podcast. Uh, really, the NFL just keeps keeps my attention um, quite a bit, but the NBA, the Lakers had a game last night, and I watched the end of it. It was an exciting game. Oh, man, 117 to 120, the Lakers beat the Miami Heat. Um, what, I, what I liked, um, I saw AD get a little more intense at the end there. I liked that intensity. Um, even though LeBron is not playing, um, he's still there. He's coaching up the team. <laughs> uh, you know, he's still there, and, and that's important. He's still there. He's talking to the guys. Um, when they get him back, that'll be huge. I really like where the Lakers are. Now, do I think they're a championship team? I kind of did at the you know, offseason. I went back and forth. But honestly, they just have to show me a little bit more. They have to develop that chemistry a little bit more for me to, you know, say that they're going to be NBA champions. Um, one thing that I think needs to be addressed is Russell Westbrook. I That guy needs to stop throwing up threes. I watched that game. Um, that guy put up a couple threes late, and I'm like, what are you doing? To win the game with 23 seconds left, you're really going to pop a three? That wasn't even a good look. He was being guarded like crazy, and, you know, he does his little... Dribble, sidestep, whatever you want to call it. You know, I like like we've talked about, having self-awareness. Russell, you are amazing at driving to the basket. You're amazing at it. That's your game, the intensity. I liked what I saw from a couple shots with him where he showed that intensity before that moment. Uh, the turnaround fadeaway, uh, you know, to take the lead. I think it was, I think it, they took the lead with that um, 112 to 110. Um, but... You know, the the three at the end and a couple of those threes he threw up, I don't know why he does that. Because he's he's not a great three-point shooter. He's just never been. That's not his game. Um, I think having self-awareness is important. You are not Damian Lillard or Steph Curry or Trey Young. Those guys, you know, they get paid because they hit the big shots from beyond the three. But what you can do, Russell Westbrook, is you, you just need to harness some of that energy that you play with and be a little more composed not turn the ball over not take ill-advised shots um overall just you know calm it down a little bit uh 
Um, if they can do that, I think the Lakers have a really good shot at making a deep run in the playoffs. Now, they need LeBron. As long as I, I like their, their game plan right now. This team is building chemistry. LeBron's not there, but they're building chemistry. They are, and it's a work in progress. No one thought this was going to go quick. No one thought this was going to be a, you know, overnight chemistry. Here we go. We're going to, you know, win 20 games in a row. It, it wasn't going to be like that. It was going to be rough. It always is with a new team that's formed. Malik Monk balled out last night. Let's give a lot of credit to Malik Monk. Um, He finished, I believe, with 27 points. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Um, he had six rebounds, uh, three assists. Um, but but the big thing is the Lakers have to figure out their three point uh, shooting game. They they did good last night. Carmelo is is you know the key to that. But they need another guy other than Carmelo. Now last night they were eighteen of thirty eight for for forty seven point four percent. The Heat had a you know they had a good night, but they were ten of thirty seven for twenty seven point zero percent. 27.0%, excuse me. Uh, but Carmelo Anthony, you know, he kind of had a little bit of an off night last night, but he has been awesome from the three-point line. When he stepped up last night and hit that three, uh, that blew my mind. And you just see uh, his teammates. Whenever he gets the ball, the Lakers fans, everyone's like, it's going in, and he's been on a hot streak. Do I think he'll keep it up? Eh, probably not. But what I do have to say is Russell Westbrook, Showed me some signs last night. You know, he finished with a triple-double, 12, 14, 25. That's great. But Russell Westbrook just needs to have some self-awareness to not let the to not let the focus be a triple-double because he's had that in the past where he's got that triple-double, but it's not benefited his team. It's been detrimental to his team. Um, honestly, if he can just figure that out, like I said, and calm it down, they can make a good run. Now, the Heat looked awesome. They, they looked like a good team. Tyler Harrow uh, played great. Um, LeBron James, once they get him back, that'll be huge. I don't know when he's coming back. Could be a month, two months. Uh, just a, a lot of things that we're unsure of. And P.J. Tucker, that dunk. Gosh, P.J. Tucker is just an awesome player. 13 rebounds, 2 assists, 10 points. He's that, you know, that down and dirty, let's play rough kind of player. Um, overall, I'm glad the NBA is back. I'm glad the Lakers are doing good. Uh, LaMelo Ball, LaMelo Ball, just another aspect. He is a star. He is. He's a star. Uh, he needs to step up and stop deferring to the veterans. It's nice he's doing that. He's, you know, paying respect to his, el- paying respect to his elders, <laughs> uh, the older guys. But, you know, LaMelo Ball has got to kind of, you know, be that guy now. He's the guy there. He just needs to own it. You know, the NFL... It never stops. It's this constantly moving um, train, and it just it feels like it's going faster than ever. It just is. I mean, I I could remember when teams never traded players, when they you know free agency was a little more slower, but everything's an event now. So Cam Newton's back on the Panthers, and we're getting ready to enter Week Ten, and we're gonna go through my predictions. Great week of football, Week Nine. Had a lot of great games. Um, loved watching them. Uh, you know, a couple of them were, eh, I was wrong. Uh, my overall schedule last week for week nine, it was terrible. I went nine and five. It's not where I wanted. It was better than the previous week. Right now, total now where I'm sitting is 85, um, wins to 51 losses. 
I'm still above 500. I love it. I feel very confident about my predictions this week. Um, we'll see how it goes. I feel confident. Will I be confident? You know, as the week goes on, eh, I don't know. All right, starting out, tonight is Thursday Night Football. Lamar Jackson goes to Miami. Um, I got Ravens winning this game. Uh, I'm not going to focus on this game too much. Uh, it's definitely one of the better Thursday night games. It's not a great Thursday night game. Uh, but the Ravens will come out on top. Look, here's the thing. I think the Ravens are one of the best teams in the league right now. Um, they are sitting currently 6-2. and two. The Dolphins are 2-7. and seven. Uh, Dolphins have been kind of a, a mess this year. Uh, but the Ravens are sitting six and two. I think they will win this game. I think they'll advance to seven and two. That division's going to get really, you know, uh, mucky going in further into the season. So I have Ravens winning that game. I think the Ravens will pull out the win, seventeen. Uh, I think Dolphins will only put up fourteen. All right, we're going to move on now. Keep it going. Uh, the next game we're going to talk about is Atlanta at Dallas. Ah, Dallas. This is a little rough to say, but I think I think it is true. I think Dallas got a little bit exposed last night. Or, I mean, not last night, last week. Excuse me. Um, and I just feel like I, I like Atlanta, but I think Dallas will bounce back. Because normally we've seen when a team gets, you know, roughed up, kind of shown up, they bounce back and they prove a lot of people wrong. And so I think Dallas will win this game. Atlanta's coming into Jerry's world and... Dallas is going to get the win. I think Dallas will put up uh, 24 points. I think Atlanta will only muster 14. All right. We have New Orleans at Tennessee. Now, I really liked what I saw from Tennessee. They proved a lot of people wrong in their win last week. Uh, pretty much Adrian Peterson is just an awesome player. Um, the way he stepped in, he's going to be a little bit sore. He was a little bit sore after that game, uh, no doubt. But Tennessee beat the Rams, and they went into Los Angeles. They beat the Rams 28-16. to So, no doubt, the Tennessee Titans, I love the mindset there in Tennessee. Um, nobody can beat us. We're going to be tough. I think Tennessee comes out on top in this game again. I think Tennessee will put up uh, 17 points. I think New Orleans will put up 14. All right, Jacksonville and Indianapolis. Jacksonville, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going to get a Drake. Great draft pick. Uh, Indianapolis wins this game, definitely. I got Indianapolis winning the game, 21, and I got Jacksonville putting up 10 points. All right, Cleveland at New England. Baker Mayfield doesn't have OBJ. OBJ is going to go to different teams. He just is. He's got um, three teams that he's looking at. He's got the Chiefs. I believe it's the Raiders. And I believe it's narrowed down to the Packers. But, you know. That's another story topic. Baker Mayfield is playing great now because we've seen without OBJ, Baker Mayfield steps up and he just connects with his guys. He doesn't force the ball. New England is a great defense, but Cleveland will come out on top here. I think Cleveland will score 23 points. I think New England will muster 17, but Cleveland gets the win. Buffalo at New York. The Jets are the Jets. Buffalo wins this game. They got shown up last week. Um... The Jacksonville Jaguars played great last week, um, but overall, I think that was just a bad week for the the Bills. Um, you know, only putting up six points, that was just unheard of. You have those weeks in the NFL where they're just off weeks, uh, but Buffalo's going to win this game. Buffalo will put up uh, 34 points. New York's going to put up 10. I think they're just going to, you know, crush the Jets. 
Detroit at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh showed you should not underestimate them last week. Um, Big Ben looked okay. I think Big Ben's going to beat Detroit. Uh, The Pittsburgh will win this game, Pittsburgh Steelers. I think Pittsburgh Steelers will put up 17 points. I think Detroit will put up uh, 14. I think it'll be a close game, but I think uh, that's the final score. 14-17, Pittsburgh wins. Tampa at Washington. Washington football team. I'm going to chalk this up to a loss. I know. Is it a little early to chalk it up to a loss? Yeah. Like, is it a little early in the season to say? It's still, you know, relatively earlier in the season. It's, you know, over midseason, but, you know, still a lot of games to be played. But Washington, this isn't our year. If I'm like Ron Rivera, I we don't want to stop trying to win. Of course, Ron's not going to stop. We're not going to stop. But it wouldn't be the worst thing if we got a better draft pick to get a quarterback because we need a quarterback. Tyler Heineke isn't it. This if this is anything if this team is anything, it's shown even more why you need a good quarterback. Now you don't need to put everything on the quarterback, but you need a good quarterback. You need a otherworldly talent. While maintaining other aspects of the team and upbuilding them. But Tom Brady and the Buccaneers will come in and win this game at Washington. You know, Tom Brady, I think they're gonna put up uh twenty seven points. I think Washington will put up a good fight. I think we'll put up twenty one. Uh, get a th- few touchdowns, um, but you know Tampa Bay is going to win this game. Carolina at Arizona. Um, Cam Newton's return to Carolina will be one of, against one of the top teams. Uh, Arizona will get the win though because there's going to be some chemistry they got to figure out with Cam. Um, but Arizona is going to get this win. Kyler Murray uh, will be um, jump, you know, buzzing around. This guy can move in the pocket. I like his poise. I like his footwork. Uh, Kyler Murray is definitely. Um, top I'm gonna say he's a top 10 quarterback easily uh so Arizona gets this win I got Arizona beating the Carolina Panthers in a close game I got Arizona winning 27 I got Carolina losing 23 all right Minnesota at Los Angeles uh Chargers the Chargers uh with Herbert up and down but you know a lot of flash early on in the season kind of middle of the pack um now where we're at you know kind of mid-season I like Minnesota. I like Kirk Cousins. I don't love them. Uh, I think Los Angeles Chargers come out on top here. I think they get the win. Um, great teams there in L.A. I got the Chargers winning uh, uh, 17, and I got Minnesota losing with 14. I think a field goal will uh, decide that game. Philadelphia at Denver. Denver showed out last week, man. They showed out. They beat the Cowboys, one of the top teams in the NFL. Uh, You can't take anything away from them. Denver is one of those teams that will shock you. Um, Denver gets the win here. Uh, Philly's coming into Mile High Stadium, and I just think Denver's just got a better team overall. Philly's still trying to figure themselves out. Uh, Denver gets the win here. I think Denver will put up 21. I think Philly's only going to put up 14. All right, Seattle at Green Bay. Will Aaron Rodgers play? Probably. Do I think he should play? No. I think he should have a bigger uh, fine. I think they should have suspended Aaron Rodgers for everything he did. Now, if Rodgers didn't play, Seattle wins. But Rodgers is the quarterback who will carry his team, you know, because that's all you need now. Quarterback to carry the team. Just put all the pressure of the franchise on one guy. Yeah, I don't don't like that method. I don't think it's great, but uh, that's where we are in Green Bay. So, Aaron Rodgers is going to probably play that game he is eligible the day before Seattle so you know the Packers don't respect uh 
COVID protocols. I'm not sure anybody respects COVID protocols in the NFL. So I guarantee he's already been practicing with his guys uh, when he wasn't supposed to be. So Green Bay is going to get that win, even though I will be going for Seattle. Um, Green Bay will get the win, uh, 24, and I think Seattle is going to put up uh, 17. All right, Kansas City at Raiders. Kansas City has not looked good. I mean, without... Aaron Rodgers last week, the Packers almost beat them. <laughs> Kansas City only put up like 13 points. So, obviously, I I got Kansas City winning this game against the Raiders. But it'll be close. Here's the thing. They still haven't figured it out in Kansas City. They haven't. We're not going to sit here and act like they figured it out. Are we? Because that would be kind of stupid. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to lose it or win this game, excuse me, um, but they're not going to win it pretty. It'll be, I think it's going to be very close. I think it'll be 17-14. It'll come down to a field goal. Kansas City wins because they just can't put up points right now. So everyone listening to this podcast, please remember that score because I think that'll be that score. Okay, Monday night. We're going to Monday night football. The Rams at San Francisco. Great game. I'm looking forward to this game. Uh, Matthew Stafford's there, ready to, you know, be that playmaker for the Rams going into San Francisco. San Francisco's still figuring some stuff out. But I got the Rams winning this game. Um, I don't think there's much debate on that. I think the Rams will pull out the victory. I think Rams will win 34. They're going to put up some points, and I think San Francisco will only put up 27. I mean, not not that's bad, but they'll put up 27. So 34-27, Rams come out on top. And that is week 10. Week 10's in the books. Or not in the books. Excuse me. Week 10 is among us, upon us. So, great podcast today, right? A lot of great topics we covered. Um, Aaron Rodgers, is he, you know, is he a great guy? No, I don't think so. Um, I think he needs to be suspended a little more. You know, I think they need to take a little bit of a few draft picks from the Packers there. Um, we never even talked about this, but I kind of want to touch on it here uh, just for a few minutes. Um, OBJ, where do I think he fits? Those three teams. Off the top of my head, the Packers, Raiders, Chiefs, I don't think he's going to go to the Packers because if you think about it, he was in Cleveland. And what's there to do in Cleveland? I don't know, but there's a lot less to do in Green Bay. <laughs> a lot less to do. Cleveland's a step up from Green Bay, if you ask me. Um, so it didn't work out in Cleveland. Um, I don't think he'll go to Green Bay. The Raiders, it's either going to be the Chiefs or the Raiders for me because he realizes the Chiefs are struggling and they're, you know, they're double teaming Tyreek. Kelsey isn't getting open. I think he thinks if he is that, you know, that option for them, he can create chaos and he can be really good. Do I think OBJ's, you know, the player he was? No. And I know that's an unpopular take. But I just don't think he is who he was, you know, a few years back. Those injuries affected him. And I really didn't like the way he handled it in Cleveland. You know, I just, I didn't like that. If guys are ultra-talented and they've won championships, winning championships is huge. If you have a couple, I think you have a right to say some stuff. But, you know, I just don't think he has a right. I just don't. I, I truly believe that um, he was an amazing player, but injuries derailed him. That's my opinion. And, you know, I think him and I think Baker was shocked when he wanted to leave because I thought, I think Baker thought that they were good friends. 
But clearly, it was all on the field, reportedly. Um, but that's what matters. If you have issues on the field, it's not like off the field. So do I, between the Raiders and the Chiefs, where do I see him ending up? I have this gut feeling he's going to end up on the Chiefs. Because I think everyone says the Raiders because it's big time. It's OBJ. But is he ready for that? Does he want that? Because if you go to the Kansas City, I think you're going to get way more passes thrown to you. <laughs> I think you will. I think, I think uh, excuse me, I think Patrick Mahomes will open up the field. And this might be the, the spark that the Chiefs need um, to get back to where they were. Now, do I think... Um, they have other issues than just adding OBJ. Yes, the Chiefs, uh, their mindset now is we can get whatever we want still. Um, very cocky attitude. And that's what they have there in Kansas City. They just do. They they definitely have quite a bit to figure out there. Now, adding OBJ will help because it's another weapon that the defense has to prepare for. So it's it's not like you're going to not get OBJ and see a little production. You'll see a little bit more. But will it be enough to turn the Chiefs around? Ah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, the Raiders would be interesting because it is big-time city, but I just don't see him going there. So I got the Chiefs for OBJ. OBJ will be landing in Kansas City for me. All right. Well, that's the podcast today. It's been great. Um, covered a lot. I'll be here next week. Don't worry. I'll be back. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff next week. Um, please hit that subscribe, leave a review, leave a comment, follow me on my, all, follow me on all my social media platforms, excuse me, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, hit me up with a review, let me know what I can work on, let me know what you like, ask me questions. All right, guys, this has been a great podcast, it's been Pastor Patrick, uh, have a good one.